or well, I should say the uh, excuse me, the consistency in shooting is not there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Penalty Loop Podcast, a podcast about biathlon by Jordan Gottschalk from Penalty Loop and a regular guest, RJ Weiss from Biathlon Analytics. Good evening, RJ. How are you doing? Good evening. I'm uh, doing quite well. I've uh, had a busy day mm-hmm. with all sorts of things, but uh, especially some woodwork that I didn't anticipate. But Yeah, I was going to say, you, you sent me some pictures. You were working pretty hard making quite the mess yeah i uh if people may have seen it i did that um post on beat legon um but actually i got a few compliments on uh, or comments and a compliment on the uh the lego idea because it is pretty hard to find the right setup if you just you know are just starting and you have your basic setup for a rifle and then you know, every everything is expensive, and you have to wait for it for six weeks to arrive, and that kind of thing. So it's not as simple as just going to a shop and trying five things out and picking the one that fits for you. So, mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I got this Lego thing. So at least I got to uh, <laughs> find the right height by just you yeah. know adding a, a block or two. And um, I don't know, it was easy or it was fun to do, but it's also an easy and, and affordable way for people to to do that as well. And and then today I realized that my Lego block was still on there and I have biathlon tomorrow and I didn't really want to show up there with a <laughs> bunch of blocks of Duplo that were falling off all the time. <laughs> so I <laughs> I play, I tried a lot of things, polymer clay and metal um, connectors and stuff. And in the end, I just ended up with uh, doing some woodwork. So hopefully that will, uh, will work tomorrow. So in the in the middle of all your woodworking, did you get a chance to watch some biathlon? I actually did. Yes. Um, yeah. I have been struggling with the time. I, I yeah. just, it's not in my rhythm. I woke up at, uh, three 30 at some point, I think it was Saturday morning. I was like, Oh, I might as well just go watch biathlon. And I was already halfway to the, to the living room. And then I realized that it was crazy late. This, uh, well, this, this whole world championship. So, yeah. Um, I'm so used to, so I, I complain, right that it's early for Eastern standard time, but for, for mountain time, it's, it's uh super early, but I was, I was actually saying that it feels weird this week to actually have to wait for the races. Cause usually hmm. they're either, either I'm like having to wake up for them or like they start as like, right as the day is getting going. So I don't like it just, it just is a part of my morning routine and having to wait until basically lunchtime has been it's been interminable some of these days <laughs> like come on guys i know get it and, going. It, and it throws you off right because yeah i was up you know early at a time that normally you'd watch and then you get distracted with doing stuff with the kids or yeah. whatever it was and then all of a sudden it's like oh i have I to go come back. Yeah. turn on the tv and yeah yeah it so, was uh, it was hard yesterday especially because like you said it was it was a saturday i had other things like i was playing with the kids and i was like oh no like the race is gonna start i gotta turn it on i know uh, but yeah, so it's been a, it's kind of a, a weird adjustment. Um, just before I forget, I yeah. actually realized that um, if for some reason you're not a big fan of listening to our commentators, if you tune into the live zeroing before the race and you just leave that on, 
Does it stay on? You actually get to stream without commentary. That's amazing. So, yeah. So I think yeah. I'm going to, did you just find that by accident? Yeah. Cause I was, I, I was like, I didn't want to forget. So I just put the zeroing on cause then yeah. I was like, Oh, I'll hear to start and then I'll come running in. But, um, and it's like, Oh, there's no commentary. I was to the point where I was going to text you are the commentators off today, but, um, no, I think it's just because it's the, the zeroing broadcast and they just leave it running. There was something that they said today that was just one of the most, like it was actually, it was, it was special even for them. And I almost texted you about it, but I said, no, I'm actually going to be good. I'm not going to complain. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. They've, um, you know, they, they have their moments uh, every, yep. every race. Again, I, I, it is, we, it is a tough job. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, you got to talk right, for, so. especially like during a sprint or yeah. an individual, you have to talk for like an hour and a half or two hours straight and yeah. you're, you're going to mess things up. Um, so, and I finally realized why they have those, uh, silences sometimes and why they only come in like a minute before the start and basically get out like, a, you know, as the, the race finishes. Cause I, I think they work for Eurosport and, uh, the, the tool that we use, I think just buys their commentary mm-hmm. and it probably starts at the start and ends at the end. Cause I think on Eurosport, they go a little longer probably. Yeah. Well, and you and can then tell the, 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 the silences are when they're either interviewing people after the race or when there's yeah. a commercial and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You could, you could, there were a couple of points where you could tell, uh, cause they even said like, you know, as we, as we come back and I was like, Oh, you guys were in commercial. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's kind of nice. So, we, don't have to, we don't have that. First thought. Um, yeah. So first thought for me was, uh, and something that we've talked about endlessly this year, I think, um, I think that, We've had a lot of weeks where it didn't matter so much. I think this is one of the weeks where the wax definitely played a role. Um, yeah. And for one of the one of the first times all season, I think the French nailed it, and uh, and everybody else was was playing catch up. Um, really, I don't think it's played this big a role. I mean, maybe like two other weeks this season, like the the very first week in Ostersund where the Germans had amazing skis. But um, uh, maybe you know, I'm sure there's the occasional team that has really bad wax, but this yeah. number of teams. Yeah, that's yeah. uh, because I think if I it just off the top of my head, I think the French nailed it. Uh, the Norwegians they had uh they had their they had their secret phone call, uh, that happened. So they they had they were struggling at the start of the championships. They they made a phone call to somebody who is not not named apparently. Was that in the news? It, I don't I don't know where it was. It just it, they announced it on the on the on the um yeah on during the Commentary. race yeah and um. I heard I saw other people talking about it online as well, not connected to the not connected to the commentary on the race, and so um, who knows what what happened there. Uh, but they they seem to get things turned around about halfway through. But I think, uh, and we can talk about more of these in, in individually. But I think the Germans, especially, you know, looked like they were in slow motion mm-hmm. at certain points. Um, I know that Beer complained. Yeah, I like I'm impressed with Simone's ski times because when you see her ski. And she's not one of the most, you know, elegant, mm-hmm. smooth skiers. But yeah. she's she seems to go so slow, but clearly she's not. But a it's really odd. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. So uh the I know Veer had some comments about how the French had found something and the Italians were were struggling. The German athletes had mm. had expressed some frustration. I think the Swedes at points looked like they were struggling. So I think it's really been as far as nailing the wax, I think the French did it, and uh, maybe, maybe uh, 
a few others, but um, that was my that was my. So do do you think do you think it might be that, um, let's say the others, yeah, just had really good wax like we've seen so far, and that the French maybe found something special? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. What did 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 the French just leapfrog everybody? Everybody else didn't go backwards, but the yeah. leap, the French leapfrogged them. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Right. Or maybe they're just better at these these types of conditions, like conditions. The, yeah, one, could be right. Because I think of um, in Oberhof, that's where uh, uh, Brise Boucher she had the uh, she had two penalty loops and still won the sprint. Um, hmm. And it was similarly warm and, and sloppy, so maybe they they they've got it pretty much for for these conditions and the weather lined up for maybe. them. Yeah, yeah. But just seems to be playing a pretty big role, and I don't know if we need to totally belabor the point. I'll probably hit it hit it again later, but yeah, that was that was yeah. The thing that I mean, I feel like I've spent the most time thinking about that this week. Hmm. Yeah, it's just one of those things where we really have no idea. Yeah, it's hard to know. Uh, what about you? Unless, you know, some people kick off their skis before the finish line and you can tell that they're not happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they'll let you know. It was it was interesting because Vera, she, was, she wasn't complaining about her skis. She was just commenting about how that the, the French had seemed to, I think, I can't remember mm-hmm. the way she phrased it, but uh, they found something extra. So it, it seemed to me that she was uh, impressed by the, you know, the, the change that had happened for them. So, um I don't know, trying to read between the lines, it sounds like a situation where the French had a big change in the quality of their of their ski prep. Um, but I don't know. She seems off, hey? Yeah. Beer. yeah. I'm not surprised, right? She's had such a weird season. Well, fair enough. But yeah. it, it seemed to... I don't know if something particular is going on, but she just yeah. seems to like degraded really quickly all of a sudden yeah but. yeah that yeah i guess we'll see it's just it's really it's hard for me to yeah. tell because I, I i came into this championships with not very many expectations for it just because it's been barely seen right. um so yeah fair enough yep what about Any you other, uh oh i've got i've got um, plenty of things but i just no just oh i mean bye bye um, I'm sure we'll talk about, mm. about that. That was mm-hmm. amazing. Um, no, the the thing that um, kind of stands out to me a bit is how unhappy Justine Brezabouchet is. Where, yeah. you know, when she came back, and of course she won then, and mm-hmm. I don't know what was the reason and what was the, or how do you say that? What was the cause and what was the effect? But um, she just doesn't seem happy mm-hmm. like she's she's not enjoying even though you know you could argue she still she got a, a gold in the in the mix and then mm-hmm. what silver she got bronze. silver today yeah. silver and bronze like yeah but she just uh and and i find it a little bit with john Monod as well yeah so it was interesting i don't know if if i texted you when this happened but if you watch the podium ceremony from the sprint the women's sprint um john Monod got the bronze and then and then Brise Boucher comes up and and they had a really like they were clearly so happy for each other big hug right and just mm. like super happy and then and then Simone won the the gold and, and it, I, I want to preface this by saying that I 
am not privy to what goes on in the French team. We know that there's been mm. some issues there um, with the credit cards and whatnot. But um, and then and Simone, I think by herself is just she she is more of a a lone wolf type type athlete. Yeah. Um, and uh, but anyway, so she had more of a just perfunctory hug with uh, um. It was professional, but like a hug with Jean Monod and a handshake with Bryce Boucher. So mm. uh, I wonder how much of it also has to do with just sort of lingering frustrations. Again, I don't know. I, I'm just, yeah. if it, I'm, I'm more thinking about it from if it was me and I had that, even if it was my teammate and like we've sort of put things and we've been pretty professional about it, like I would still be kind of irked that, you know. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, I feel sometimes... You know, when I go to work, there's people I get along with really well and some mm-hmm. not so much. And I don't know what their sleeping arrangement is. Maybe Jean Monod and uh, Brésa Boucher share a room and, and are a lot closer that way. Because I, I think I saw today that Simone and um, Chevaux were quite uh, yeah, hug, hugging quite intent, intensely. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe just uh, a click. Like, you would hope that the whole credit card affair is kind of behind them now and you know, whatever, like that they can step beyond that. Cause you, you know, you're traveling together and mm-hmm. it's hard to avoid each other. So impossible. Yeah. I think they're handling it pretty well. Um, again, <laughs> to avoid each other. They're always on the podium together. <laughs> yeah. Well that too. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it's, it's been, and I wonder how much too, I think, I think, but I say, but I say Boucher, she's more, I don't know. She's just not as exuberant, uh, I think. So I wonder how much of it is also that she's just, you know, yeah, more contained. I don't know. Uh, um, speaking of Simone, she has been, I think, <laughs> clearly, this is going to sound really dumb because she has three golds. She's been like absolutely unbeatable. Like, I don't think if everybody else had raced their perfect races, like there are not mm. that many people who could have beaten her. Cause she just is unreal. Well, and that, that, uh, that we talked about that before the, the comfort in the, the shooting range. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. No matter like, cause I think, uh, Brésa Boucher tried to play a bit of a game today with going into the range first on mm-hmm. that. Uh, yep. was it on the third shooting? Yeah. Didn't matter. <laughs> didn't matter. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is that it didn't matter. Simone five for no. five in seventeen seconds. I think it was seventeen point seven. But yeah, yeah. And that then must uh, be so frustrating. Even well, you know in advance that she she does that, but still, like you're getting ready, you're doing your your normal rhythm, you know, and you're just yes. shouldering your rifle and stuff, and then you hear the hear the first shot already. Yeah. Well, it was they uh, came in side by side a couple of times, and right. It, I remember in the in the first shooting, Simone like they both went five for five, and Simone got off, and she had like a six or seven or eight second lead that uh, Justine had to had to chase back down again. Yeah. It's like, how you must be so frustrated. You just skied this entire lap with this woman. You went five for five, and you still have to chase down an eight second lead. Like that's just like I know, you know. And well, I think it's becoming a bigger thing. Yeah. Uh, the whole range time, shooting time. Yeah, because the the gaps are. You know they're getting oh. big pretty fast. I mean that's where that's where she won the the sprint. I mean she her shooting time, her prone shooting time was twenty four point four, and her standing was seventeen point seven. And and I wonder how much of like tangible in her sort of mini meltdown with the standing shoot in the sprint 
was like, I have to be perfect. Like there is, yeah. I, she knew she had to go 10 for 10, but she also knew she couldn't lose any time on the range. Like she, I don't right. know. So, um, you just put a lot of pressure on people when you do that. Yeah. And, and of course it's also like, like today with Prisha Boucher, if you, if you're side by side and you hear the shooting and, and she misses you, yeah. then you can be like, huh? Well, yeah, you, there you go. That's on Have you. Fun. Yeah. You know? But yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a risk she runs, and it's paying off right now. It doesn't always. It, it, and I think I think she has always been an up and down athlete. Like I've called her boomer bust in the past, and or how she mm. was boomer bust in the past. Excuse me, and um, and she's even that out. And her her she still does have low points. They're just not as low. You just have to right. if you're if you're a competing athlete, you just better take advantage of those low points because <laughs> when she's on, man. And she's not yeah, the crazy gonna... thing to me is that she's not slow, like as a as a skier. It's not oh, like not she, at all. it's not like she makes up all this time on the range and then she loses it again on the on the skiing. Like she's she's also one of the fastest skiers. Well, and she's I think that was always one of her strengths, right? Yeah. Her fast skiing. It was yeah. always the the shooting and the the confidence, I guess. Yeah. I just I am uh I just I think I've said this before. I am in awe of her as an athlete. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I think that she's growing uh, on me a little bit. I must say. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it is an unbelievable thing. I, it, it almost feels like perfection. Like when she is at her best, like it almost feels mm-hmm. like the ideal, the the ideal of a biathlete, right? Yeah. You're fast. You have confidence. You're hitting your shots and you're going like at an unbelievable speed. She can race in a tactical manner that, I think puts a lot of pressure on people. So um, she reminds you a little bit that way of uh, uh, for God. I yes, I you know how I, he was always playing mind tricks and yeah. and had that confidence of yeah, you know, you can try whatever you want. I don't care. I'm gonna just beat you anyway. Yes, yeah. It was yeah. It's it's in, yeah, impressive it's cool to, to watch. See. And I also can't I can't help but say like I hope she has a couple more misses in the other races. I want to make it more fun. Like when she's, you know, it's it's sort of like uh, JT Bo from from last season. Yeah, right. It's like it's I just getting we, boring. Yeah, right. You're just too dominant. But I mean, she. I mean, in the end, she she had a, a lead, but it's not like you know yeah. she was by herself the whole race, right? So no. yeah, yeah, that's true. That is very true. Um, but yeah, it's it's really impressive. And 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 looking beyond this week, like I I fully expect her to be in contention for medals. Every race mm-hmm. the rest of the way, uh, but uh, overall globe, I she looks pretty good for well, it. Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate for her that these world championships don't count. But I know, I think you know, seeing her now combined with how Tandervolt is uh, very well, shaky. basically has been since you declared your. Uh, I know. I declared my undying number one spot on your love list. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's like she heard that and she goes, "Oh man!" And she got nervous. And the standing shooting is really, really bad. It's really bad. I know. So I don't know what else to say about it. It's not that confidence is gone, and yeah, because it was three misses well, in the stand. And the I don't know if her confidence is gone, but that 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 confident look that she had at the start of the season that's gone. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Well, and you can hear it in her uh, in her interviews too. She's searching a little bit. She had just how many misses in the, I think three in the sprint on the standing shooting. And then today, I think she had three each on each of the standing mm-hmm. shootings. <laughs> yeah. 
it's just a really bad percentage. A uh, completely different uh, question. Yes. About commentators, going back to yeah. that. Oh, yeah. They kept saying that he was sent home um, during the Christmas break there. Yeah. I always thought he was, you know, kind of a mutual agreement. Let's just take a, a World Cup off and... I have not that sure what that happened? was my understanding as well, but um, hmm. I, maybe they know something else or I don't know. But uh, I, And so you were saying his his grandpa passed away? His grandfather passed away, yep. Yeah. Hmm. And then if you saw so him the, Is that why the, he was emo- emotional? emotional, yeah. 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 That's what it sounds like I, he said I saw it, afterwards. But he was like fiddling with his hand, so I, I thought maybe he had an injury. Yeah. And then... I thought, well, it might also be that he came into the lead for the last shooting and he didn't get the gold. But then, yeah, and then you told me about his grandpa. So, yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's really, so he actually, he had zero world championship solo medals before this week and now he's got two. Mm. And, um, to do it with, you know, a heavy heart. Um, you know, you, yeah. you, you feel even, and, you know, you're, uh, even happier for him under those circumstances that he was able to do it. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no. So, uh, two bronze medals, nothing to be upset with. And the first half of the pursuit, he looked really good. Right. Where he, he, he was, he got himself all the way up into first place and he had, Mr. Cool was like, was that? What did you say? Mr. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. He, He looked, he looked awesome. Obviously didn't hold it, but, um, yeah, it's fun to see it. Talking about Mr. Cool, uh, yeah, I know he missed the first, uh, or two, not the first two shots, but two shots in the first. But um, I find it interesting that Ligret is, uh, he seems to really take his time. Today in the mm-hmm. pursuit, um, mm-hmm. even in the first lap, you know, Bo kind of sped up a little mm-hmm. bit and he, he didn't follow. He just did his own thing and... Mm-hmm. I think in the past I would have expected him to just kind of follow along, and so yeah, a, di- a bit of a different approach. And even today, it's uh, you know he wasn't going to beat Bo, but he was still still worked out for him quite well. It did. I was really impressed with his patience, right? Because he he mm. fell or he had those two early misses, didn't really face him at no. all, didn't shake him off of his race, and he just did his thing and kept moving on up. Yeah, there's the yeah yeah you you were just saying like how how Bo Bo made his move and and Sterla just didn't really seem to mind right because he started well, out with I think it a, wasn't a really six, even a move he just why well, should like he all of a sudden you know he just yeah. had a bigger or a higher <laughs> pace and yeah <laughs> he he moved around him is what he did <laughs> well yeah <I> <laughs> speaking of and and this is just a minor thing did you see what happened to, to JT on the last lap. Yeah. Right? He had to go around. I think the the guy was just so exhausted. The guy that got lapped, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he probably didn't, like, I'm sure he heard somebody behind him, but I'm I'm guessing he didn't realize it was the leader. and Or he thought, I'm going to cut him off and hopefully stay in front of him. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) I think he knew pretty well if it was JT Bo that it was not going to (laughs) happen. Well, I was like, my first thought was like, like, is JT, is he trying to slow down and not lap him? But I was like, he has to know he can't slow down that much. Like it's not it's not the very end of the race. Like, yeah, uh, I I, I think they do that yeah. sometimes. 
Yeah. Especially at a world championship if they're, you know, yeah. like 200 meters to go and sure. they have no, a 30-second exactly. lead. Yeah. That's what I was like. You can't, you can't do that now. But anyway, get back to, to Lagrid. Yeah. Um, he, uh, no, I was just like, he, he just had his pace. Like he looked like this is what I'm going to do today. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see if and it works. I, I didn't have a chance to look it up. Was this his first major championship where he actually succeeded individually or? Cause I thought in the Olympics, he didn't do great. And did he um, not? No, he's, he's got a bunch of world medals. Um, oh, he does. Eh? Okay. Yeah. So he's got, he has one, two, three, four, five, uh, individual or solo, uh, okay. world championship uh, medals before this. Yeah. He has actually here, I was actually, I was saving this for later. He has raced, uh, every single race that he could possibly race so that in the, in the worlds. So, um, that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 12. I shouldn't say every, he hasn't done the single mixed, but, mm. um, so he's run 14 different races and he's medaled in 11 of them. And it's including relays. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm probably mixing him up with someone else because that wasn't yeah. even close. No, but that's just, that's wild, isn't it? Yeah. That is just a, yeah, just a, that is a, a crazy medal, right? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's got a, a pretty, uh, pretty stacks of <laughs> trophy case back home. Yeah. Um, it's still like this. Is this his third or fourth? This is third world season. Third, hey, third world's fourth season because he's got the Olympics in there too. Yeah. Right. Did you? So obviously the sprint race he won. The the extreme happiness that he had, like just that that explosion of emotion well, coming across the line. Maybe that's why I was. Um, yeah. Thinking that. And is it right? Did he not have a very good Olympics last time? Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. So maybe those two yeah. combined make me think that maybe, because I thought maybe he was so excited that he finally got a, a you know, uh, he beat uh, gold. Yeah. Bo at, uh, yeah. <laughs> at the Worlds, but uh, I guess he has done that before. But yeah. Yeah, no, he, he was, well, he was especially a- winning by that uh, yeah. margin. And then. Again, I don't know if, if this was an intentional change or whatever, but if he actually decided to take a different tactics and it works, then yeah. Well, you know, were you were you watching at that point live, like when it was happening, or did yep. you order it? Okay, because yeah. I didn't know if, if you knew the result already, but um, it was like watching it. Like I was just like I had you know, it was classic. You got the you got the the video up and you got the the data center up so you can watch the mm-hmm. the splits. And so I was looking at him and you could see, like, if you looked at it, you could see where JT started to slow down on lap three. And when he came off the, he came off the, the range and he had, I don't remember what it was anymore, uh, but like a eight second lead or something like that um, okay. going yeah. into lap three. And I was like, uh, I was like, man, that's going to be close because, you know, cause it normally JT, but you like, you'd expect that he could, he could, but he fell off so much at the end of that. And it, and if you watch the splits coming in, like Legrat, his lead just kept going down and down and down. And then briefly, I think there was one split where, uh, both like he had like a slim, like 0.2 second, uh, it, like his time was 0.2 seconds faster. And then it was right after that, that Strola, like he, I'm not going to say he, he picked up an extra gear, but it was like, he, he maintained better towards the finish line. Hmm. And, um, yeah, but he it was, was still like, slower though, the third lap. He, he was, I think. Yeah. But overall, it was more he was than like the, overall, the he last... was slower. Yeah. 
It was the last lap. No, no, but the in the third lap specifically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so right. JT was yeah. faster by what a handful of seconds, but not enough. Yeah. Yeah. But right. yeah, that was that was wild. And it's I wonder, the new like, skis, man, or sorry, the new bindings. Yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna say. We we just spent a long time talking about that during our uh, our European Championship pod and and second third race of the championships, and and it already paid a uh, paid paid dividends. I honestly like we'll never know, um, but from the videos I've seen so far. I get the impression that it's not so much that, you know, they generate more speed, but they are more efficient. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if that just gives you that extra energy to squeeze out a final 500 meters, that is a lot faster. Mm-hmm. And then you win by three and a half seconds. Like, a, you know, I don't expect those bindings to give you like two minutes every race. But yeah. if it's even, you know, five seconds, you can see that's the difference between silver and gold, right? We think like it could be right? pure coincidence, but could be. But it's also the best race that he's run in mm-hmm. all season. Yeah, and he. I, how many times have you seen him have more more in the tank than JT at the end of a race? Yeah, not very. Yeah, I doesn't, mean, doesn't, doesn't, the they last don't go head to head, maybe, but yeah. Or sorry, the, la- the last fifty or hundred meters, but yeah, uh, yeah. that was. It, and I'll say. JT Bo looked exhausted. At the oh end yeah, of no sprint. kidding. He looked. I have not seen him look like that. I don't. That he looked toasted. Um, yeah, because he just collapsed on the snow and like didn't get up. And uh, I've seen him go down before, but not like that. Um, that was incredible. But well, and it's funny because you know we've seen him win races, even in the sprint where he doesn't know what the rest is doing. Yes. Um, but you can just, you know, in his face, he's very confident that that's enough to win. Yeah. And you yeah. didn't see that today or uh, in the sprint at all. No, because he, like, he he felt he had to feel horrible. I wonder, yeah. at that point, I don't remember how far along Strola was in the race. Do you remember? Mm, I, I, no. I don't know why you I, would. I but... think he'd, he'd had his last shot or, or shooting already. Oh, had he? Okay. He I must think have so. Known, but... Like, yeah. Area like that that might not stand up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't know because Bo started twenty Bo started twenty sixth and Ligret fiftieth. He must have played. He, so he at least had his first shooting in. Yeah, what's that's what twelve minutes? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I couldn't couldn't be happy for for Ligret for. Oh yeah. That gold medal. Um, again, I just want to say, like, if if you didn't see the finish, like, the pure elation on his face is is really cool. So, yeah, and I I wonder if he also knew that there weren't too many behind him that yeah. still had a chance to win. He must have known that that was it. At the very least, you know, he knew he beat JT Boso. Well, that yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a good start if you want to win a yeah. race, right? Yeah. Um, that was it. Speaking of, the sprint was absolute madness. It felt like I was like I felt exhausted after that race because it, <laughs> it started out. I can't remember. QFM was like one of the first athletes out, and he actually he shot well and and he had a, a pretty decent time that he that he put up at least through the the first shooting, and mm. so we're like, all right. Are the French going to do it again? Right? Are they going to have another 
another another good sprint. And then yeah. it just seemed like like there was this whole string of athletes who kept coming in with really good times. Um, and it was like, wow, you know, here comes, you know, whatever, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Dalla was, came by and, and surpassed QFM. Jack Land was in there too. Campbell Wright was, was throwing up a good time and you didn't know how high that was going to be. Um, right. Right. Uh, Roster Guyevs was, was clean shooting. And so, but then you just like later in the race, you had this next wave that came through. You had Samuelson and JT Bo, who were like 26 and 28 uh, bibs. And then you had that third wave of, of athletes with Eric Perot and Christensen and Lagrid. So every time it felt like, okay, the winner's probably in this group. And I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The winner's actually in this group. And then there was right. like, that third wave is the one that caught me off guard. And I was like, I, you know, cause I was convinced. I was like, okay, you know, these guys are probably going to be the podium. And then having Perot and Christensen and Lagrid just come in and, and blow it up was, was really something else. And what a, what a result for Perot, hey? No uh, kidding. No kidding. Yeah. Fourth place. Um, yeah. 22 years old. I know. He's but coming. I mean, right as well, like 21 years old, 11th. 11th. Career um, best. Also, shout out to Adam Runnels at 17. Hey, that was a great race. Was that yeah. a career best for Adam Runnels? Or close? I am I not sure. I think it was career best, but it, it was, yeah. He looked, he looked really good out there. Mm-hmm. Nice day for the North Americans. But um, yeah, I was exhausted watching all these guys come in. Did you did you see Jacques Lan? It was another um, race where he he shot really well, was, and then he he was just, it the standing shoot of like sixteen seconds or something? Uh, I don't remember that. About but, but he um, no, his third lap was just he was so tired. Oh Some, yeah, yeah. It's, something about his training must be way off because this has happened to him how many times this year? Where he just like has nothing left at the end of the races. Wow. But it's because he, every time I see him start a sprint race, I feel like he has diarrhea or something that he I, I gotta be wants to get, to get out there as quick as possible. Uh, I don't know. like, and yeah. not, not to say that he would do better if he slowed it down a bit. but like, Yeah. Yeah, that was something else. Yeah, hey. boom or bust with that guy. No kidding. Every single time, right? He needs to run a super sprint, I think. Like, yeah, as short as possible, though. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, that was that was a wild race. I I'm exhausted yeah. just thinking about it again. <laughs> what did you uh, think of the the women's sprint? The women's sprint was, uh, you know, we already talked about Simone, so I'll I'll leave that. But you know, just the the French the French domination was was something else. We talked about the waxing already. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I will be honest. I did not expect to see, I thought all three or all four, excuse me, could get up there. Maybe I didn't, I didn't totally expect Chavot to be that high, but she clearly has proven to us that she has the speed. Uh, but I didn't expect them to go one, two, three, four. Um, speaking of Chavot, just real quick, I feel all she's young. She's got speed. She's going to compete at a high level, hopefully for a long time, but to finish fourth in both races, you're just couple seconds off the podium that was i'm more upset tough. for price because that's her spot for <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah i don't i don't know i think yeah. it's one of those in the moment you're really upset and then yeah you know once yeah. the world championships are over and you look back and you're like yeah, yeah. um story of the of what, the woman's when did you though? start uh 
realizing that Bandica was uh, doing so well? Uh, the first, the first shooting, because I don't think she was even on the screen, but I saw her come through on the data center as having an awesome time mm. on the first. And I was like, all right. So um, talk to her briefly after the mixed relay. And she, in the mixed relay, she had the third best course time, this for the third best ski rank on her leg, which is the leg okay. three. Um, mm-hmm. And I said, hey, that was awesome. And except her shooting was not, not all that great. And she said, yeah, maybe I, I shouldn't have had the the double espresso before the race. She said her hand was shaking so much. <laughs> and I don't know if she was joking or not. Um, who knows? But um, clearly she did not do that before the sprint because 9 yeah. for 10. That was exceptional. Man, I know. I, I, was... I know. People, I saw I saw some people saying after, you know, if she had just hit the hit the last shot, right? She would have won a medal and she would have. But well, yeah, but I then, think she, she, then, she, then Breja Boucher and Jamono also exactly you can say yeah, the right. same thing right? right yeah it just was it was so uh, we've been fortunate enough to speak to her a couple of times and i i'm not going to mm-hmm. say that we're like best buddies with her but it's been nice to to get to know her a little bit during our conversation seeing her do that like i just felt so immensely happy for her just knowing yeah. her the little bit that we do it was just it was a really awesome awesome thing for her to do oh absolutely yeah and you know given the whole um context you know giving birth five months ago and you <laughs> yeah know, not right? even sure if she would actually yeah you know, hoping that she would make it on time but you never know and then right to yeah. do something like this it's uh, her initial goal of being back for the second trimester and she makes it back for the very first week of the season and then she has ties her career best at the world championships i saw yeah. speaking of people we've interviewed claire egan mentioned two women in the top five uh, that are moms. Has that ever happened before? Um, I'm I'm tempted to think that there was a time where we had a like maybe Belarus athlete mm. and and okay. a lady from uh, Sweden. Yeah, was it Forsberg? I don't who, know. I think she I, also had, not, a, yeah. had a baby and then came back really strong, but I could be totally off. But that kind of, uh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, I didn't know. I didn't even try to answer it. I just so impressed by this woman. Yeah. Well, and, you know, Reza Boucher had a little more time, but. Still, even though I'm sure she wanted to win, but that's uh, she's doing pretty good. <laughs> no <Right>? kidding. Yeah, <laughs> she's run three races and had three medals. I think you're doing okay. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but bye bye. And and we'll talk more about the pursuit later. But uh, I just want to her uh, her particular race in the pursuit. I thought I found to be really revealing to who she is as a person. So she starts mm-hmm. out in fifth, right? And she, over the course of the first two shootings, has five penalties. And she yep. fell down, I think, to like 26th. And at that point, you're like, oh, man. Like, you know, it was, it was a fun yeah. story. But uh, but then she just goes wild in the last three laps. I actually wrote it down. Her course times over the last three laps were um, 11th, 6th, and 3rd. And she shot, shot 9 for 10. And she got herself all the way back up to 11th. That's just... You know, it's just like a, a persistence. Never die there. attitude, right? 
Exactly. Right. And she said before but, that. I mean, <laughs> again, we don't know her that well, but can yeah. you even picture her taking it easy? Like, no, no. Does it matter if you look at, at pictures from her biathlon or from working out or from, you know, when she's on vacation biking yeah. somewhere, like it's always yes. full out. Yeah. It's like there's one of those there, people that it's either on or off. Like there's no, let's take 50 do it 50% or whatever, right? I know. It was so funny. So I commented that. I put it up on Twitter and she she responded back, I guess I just don't know how to give up. <laughs> like that was yeah. so perfect. Like she just doesn't know how to just doesn't yeah. know how to not go a hundred percent. I just I love that so much. Um, yeah. so that it was it's it's been well, an awesome also, weekend so far. I don't know how much uh you know stress played a role. Yeah. But I mean it's not like she's in this situation no. very often so far. Mm-hmm. So I think it's even just for that, it's a great experience, right? This this can all oh, yeah. be yeah. a lead up to even better results. So hey, you predicted something a couple of weeks ago, I think. And uh, oh, should we mention? Yeah, that should, was for should, the the single mixed. I know. As do you want to mention that, it? That Latvia would be on the podium. Yeah. Oh man, that could actually that could really happen. Oh yeah, it's if they both Viva uh, and and Rastoguyev have yeah. have. The, the race that they can have it could definitely they, happen that they can yeah. be totally on the podium and who knows <laughs> that's incredible. how the others do yeah that's just an incredible thought oh man so i'm i'm hoping for that more than anything else for this next week yeah uh anybody else in the sprint um uh, th- there must be something wrong with lvra like health yeah. wise. Mm-hmm. I wrote down, this is what I wrote down. Uh, Elvira and Hannah no show. Um, hmm. And I shouldn't say they no show because they both were in the top 10, but it never yeah. really felt like they were going to be in the race mm-hmm. or in the picture. Um, and I don't know if that's a ski thing, but Elvira does not look like herself. No. I agree. Is Even it though thing? I do remember checking at some point and uh, she was still up there, but. What was yeah, her, do you know what so, her horse times were? Her ranks in the pursuit. I'm looking it up right sprint. now. Either one. No, I don't. Eighth uh, and sixteenth. Hmm. Yeah, which you know, for somebody else to be. I'd yeah, be you expect happy her to be. with that, yeah. but yeah, for her, yeah, I expect that to be like second or third. Or first, well, I guess not first because Lompich exists, but um, the Czechs are not doing very well, hey? No, fortunately. Um, you know, Davidova is probably doing as as good as she would expect after the season she's been having so far. Yeah, but yeah, she can be. Uh, it's and it's amazing how the crowd, you know, they're all yeah. still there and cheering. They well, want for everybody, but yeah. They, uh, did you see the uh, today in the pursuit, the men's pursuit? There was a a check. <laughs> he must yeah. have been forty seventh or something, and he he sprinted to the finish. Still, he was exactly forty seventh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Jakob uh, Strateki. That, yeah. That's cool, though. To just you know, yeah. still acknowledge that all those people are cheering for you, and yep. And oh man, the weather! I'm happy that we cannot see that it's raining. Unless they, you know, show the stadium with some lights in the mm-hmm. background that you can see it. But that, oh, that's, 
don't know. Maybe people really like it. I oh, that's the type of weather where I'm, I'd rather ski in minus twenty than this this grassy yes. kind of rain and you feel the water trickling everywhere. Ugh. Yep, those fans, I, the the athletes, but those fans like being out there, packing the stadium, and being as loud as they are in those conditions. Yeah. They have my my admiration and respect. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's gross. Yeah, one th- <laughs> that was one thing. I feel so stupid. Um, after that, made that U turn. Yeah, you know how they put like little branches to ident- identify where the course boundaries are, and it was mm-hmm. this one branch that was like a foot like 30 centimeters inside of the track on the outer turn. Mm-hmm. And everybody just kind of went over it. And I was seriously wondering if I would be in that race, if it bugged me so much that I would actually slow down Stop. and pick it up and throw it in the side. Because <laughs> that would bug the hell out of me that there's yeah. just one little... And it's not just fell from a tree. It was like intentionally put there. Yeah. So I don't know if there was... I don't know, a sprinkler or whatever. <laughs> Something that they wanted to uh, make sure that people didn't trip over it. But um, yeah, the snow conditions are atrocious. So no did way. you hear that uh, Michael Roche, he actually went out over the course. And did you, mm-hmm. did you hear him talking about this? So well, there he were, was talking about holes or something. Holes, yeah. And I, that's what I was going to say is I wonder if there was a hole there. And uh, like that they noticed, mm-hmm. but yeah, where it just had sort of. But yeah. I but everybody know. still skied over it anyway. I know. So. It didn't, didn't seem to matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's man, it's not good. Yeah. Um speaking of of nations, uh you mentioned the Czechs. You know who's having a, a nice little championships? Belgium. Oh, Belgium. Oh, the Poles. Yeah. I was the Poles. Yeah. Coach Torgerson has to be very excited. Uh Natalia Sidorovic uh went 16th in the sprint, which was a career best, and then 14th in the pursuit, which was also a career wow. best. Uh, and Yakiela, uh, 23rd in the 17th. Um, nice. So we could. Maka did not, I, I did see her result in the sprint wasn't great, I believe, right? Uh, it was lower down. I'm looking it up. Uh, 46. 40, 46, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I don't, did she run the pursuit? 55th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think. <sighs> depending on what happens in the individual, we could have two poles in the mass start. That would be awesome. Wouldn't it? Yeah. What a success be, story, eh? I would be so excited. Yeah. And we'd have to have him back on to talk about it. Oh, man. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I, at, as we're speaking, I'm looking at the uh, Novi Mesto. Oh, this is Slovan, Slovenia. That's a different one. The weather? Well, yeah, the one I'm seeing is like... Monday eleven, Tuesday twelve, Wednesday fourteen. But that's it's, that's uh, Slovenia. So let me see. It's, it's not a whole lot different, really. Yeah, I can. I, I've actually got it. I got it pulled up. If you want to hear it. Oh man. Six, so it, seven, nine, eight, seven, eight, seven. Oof. Yeah. Well, and and initially when I when I looked at it last week, the the low temperatures were at least getting below freezing. But I think it doesn't even mm. do that. Maybe like one day. So it's uh yeah, and that's just minus one. Yeah, Yikes. so it's not it's not really going to be much better. I mean, can you imagine what the course is going to look like? Come, well, they must be trying to just dump a lot of snow on. Yeah, but good luck those 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 poor workers. Well, and, and to be honest, those poor skiers too. That's true. Yeah. Um, but it looks like there's no rain predicted. Oh, 
on Saturday doors, but I mean, that's so far out, but yeah, I can change. Hmm. Um, anything, anything from the pursuits today that, uh, caught your attention? Um, well, I did really like, cause I mean, you know, when you saw the, the results from the sprint, especially with the women, mm-hmm. it could be a yeah. pretty boring race. And I think Quite. up to the yeah. last shooting, it was, it was a, a tight battle at least, right? Yeah. I mean, the last lap for Simone was, you know, kind of Simone, a Simone made it pretty boring for her, yeah. for gold, but, but for the rest of the podium. Yeah. But it was, yeah. And, and the rest, but also, you know, up to the, the final shooting, that excitement. So that was, uh, that was cool. And then, uh, I really enjoyed watching the men pursuit. Like, yeah, that was it a great was race. Just still so many people that were still in it. And I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, and then, you know, with Wright doing so well and, yeah. Um, who's the other? There was another. Oh, uh, Hofer. How that he, oh, he shot Hofer. clean, yes. right? Yes. Um, so, you know, there was all these little things to be excited about. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that was, uh, yeah, no, I really enjoyed those, uh, those races. And yeah, me too. I was so happy for Fatazzi to get that silver. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, she ran. It was just a nice, steady, smooth race, right? There was nothing crazy about her, but uh, just well, look. we just talked about how uh, Simone is maybe not the most elegant skier, and then <laughs> yeah. the opposite side, Vitozzi is such an <laughs> elegant skier, and she seemed to be yes. super, super slow. But clearly, she also yeah. was. Well, none of these athletes are slow, obviously, but yeah, um, yeah, it's beautiful to watch that, right? Yes, you know, almost effortless. Even uphill, I know. And there's and that one just... climb when they come out of the tunnel in yes. front of the crowd. Yeah. And if you see these top athletes go super slow, mm-hmm. you can only imagine how steep that really is because you never really see how steep the hills are. But yep. I mean, at that level, when they're showing that much respect by going really slow, I know. Um, yeah. Did you see there was in the, I think the mixed relay was where I saw it. They, um, it was the, I, the very first lap and you see all like the, the top guys going through and then, and then, I mean, nothing against the guys in the back, but they're in the back because they're slower and they mm-hmm. almost like came to a standstill at part of that, of that slope. Cause yeah. it's just so, it's just so steep. Um, but yeah, I know just super happy for Fatozzi. I mean, Oh yeah. She ran, she ran a great race, right? She got herself up to, to, to second and, um, even, I mean, I know that Justine, she had a little slip or something and, but Fatozzi still won. No, she, yeah, she still won the race, right? It. That's part of, that's part of the race. Um, yeah. so I'm very happy for her. Um, and then the other thing that really stood out to me was Poit because, um, and this is, this is what made me really think about the Germans and the skis, um, because Poit's, she started in sixth and she went 19 for 20. And she wasn't shooting slow. Mm. Uh, she had the twelfth fastest average shooting time, and she lost ten seconds on the third place spot, and just didn't move at all. And it was just mm. that's not usual. Like she's actually one of the faster athletes out there. And to see her right. shoot nineteen for twenty and not—it wasn't like a, a sluggish nineteen for twenty. Like she and it just couldn't make up any ground. I mean, like you just feel bad yeah. for her. Like she she ran the race. She and she and Vitozzi basically ran the same race. Except the Totsu was able to move from seventh up to second, and Preutz couldn't go anywhere. Um, right, and just I, you know, it's not. I'm sure it's not all skis, but 
because that's that's too convenient an excuse but I, you know it's, yeah. it's hard it's hard to look at both of them running such a similar race and one gets a silver medal and the other one is still in sixth place yeah yeah and, and coming back to the skiing um i i personally believe that the new uh Machu's, uh combo did mm-hmm. help out like right on that yeah. race yeah. in the sprint but there's plenty of examples where um uh, skiers didn't do any better yeah both in course time and and result now i yeah. don't know if every machu skier actually has a new that's uh, what bindings yeah yeah so it'd be it'd be so I, I could imagine to back and look. Just, yeah i mean i think kuhn and uh doll mm-hmm. that was that that news article that said that they were having the special bindings but like someone like emma lunder i don't know if she already got them as well or Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I, I would have to. Which have to from here time. we wanted to, uh, yeah. um, I guess, send our oh, support gosh, yeah. or uh, strength to uh, to deal with their family situation and Christian as well. I so. cannot imagine. I honestly, like, I can't. I, I have been fortunate, right? I I have both my parents, but to lose a parent at at any age is hard at this age especially right you know and and when you're you're at worlds and you're just don't know oh, your you way right you don't know if you should yeah. compete should you come home um yeah. you're you're just you're isolated i guess she's got christian there thank goodness but um yeah i i i am impressed with her for for going out there and doing what she did and and mm-hmm. I, I i have all the respect in the world for her so i just yeah, I, you yep. know, like you said, we'd send our strength and and I, I hope that I don't know. I hope she's she's able to. I hope she has good support around her because I that's gonna be yeah. a difficult time. Yeah. Um. Also in the um uh, in the pursuit race, uh, I and I wanted to mention her both for her pursuit and her sprint, but Anna Gondler's so having a, a nice little uh. World mm, championships, eleventh yeah. in the sprint, twelfth in the right there, hey? pursuit. She was until she was, I think the last shooting she missed two. Is that right today? Uh, yeah, she missed two. Yep, because yeah. I I had seen her up as high as eighth, um, and then just had this misses, yeah, and fell backwards. Uh, but you know the sprint was really great. The pursuit obviously was a good race, and she actually had a really good uh, last leg of the mixed relay too. So um, it's been fun to see her up there, and hopefully this is. Mm-hmm. This is her taking another well, step. Steiner's been doing good too. Mm, yes, for sure. So, Austrian women for the relay outsider. Yeah, uh, that would be kind of fun. You know who Hauser hasn't had the greatest uh, championships. I, I don't think anybody's right. shocked about that. Um, but I think that yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't shock me to see Austria in the top five, right for the for mm-hmm. the relay and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if they shoot as well as they can, who knows what happens? Yeah, the shooting has just been horrendous, eh? It's been really bad. Like I don't I don't recall seeing so many fives and sixes and <laughs> Lampage seven misses and still Stop. coming in twenty eighth. <laughs> like going from thirty six to twenty eight with seven misses. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's, that's so funny because uh, her she had the fastest course time by 
and then with, she, with all the, with all the penalty loops with all the extra <laughs> penalty loops. She skied about how many, how many penalty loops did she have? Seven, seven. So that's what over a kilometer skiing? three and a half minutes. Yeah, well, a little less. Say three minutes, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of misses, can we talk about the Norwegian women for a minute? Of course. Uh, they're shooting today. So Tangeval, Leanne, and, and Arna Clive were the only three. Kanoten did not race. Uh, she didn't start. Tangeval was, yeah, was sick, right? Yeah. Tangeval, 14 for 20. Leanne, 14 for 20. Arna Clive, 15 for 20. Yeah. That's. And, and maybe they should the, give that guy a call again. Yeah. See if he has the, a has a tip for shooting as well, well. What I was going to say is the vast majority of those were in standing shooting. So I don't know if something changed, if they got some bad nah. info on. That, that would be quite a coincidence yeah. if all the, the wind was bad for. No, 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 no. Not, I wasn't thinking wind. I was just thinking, like, did somebody tell them to, to change their sight, right? I don't know. Nah, can't imagine. Yeah. Leanne had that, four yeah, in her that. last shooting. Arna Clive had two, and Tangerwald had six across both of her standing shootings. That's just awful. But it is I it is interesting in a way that, that um they're all shooting bad. Yeah. It's not even like one of them had a good shooting race. They were all bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what's I mean, going on in there. Uh sprint. Arniclife did fine. Yeah. Missed one prone. But yeah, Lean missed three standing, Tan Revolt missed three standing, Noten missed two standing. That's weird. So I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what's happening there, but just something to keep an eye on the rest of the championships and then also the rest of the season. Um, and then uh, before we leave and the it women's could be pursuit. That the, oh, uh, sorry. Well, so it makes me think of uh, my coach always mentioned, or that, well, in standing, there's people that are more like following a process kind of and then you know ending up at the target and shooting and there's others that know that they're not solid enough to really settle on the target so they're more like um uh reaction based shooters Mm -hmm. and some some nations really believe in one or the other approach Hmm. so just made me wonder because they're also consistently uh bad with the standing Mm -hmm. I wonder if their their type of shooting maybe just didn't work well with the conditions, but uh, that's uh, that's yeah. just a really big curveball. But uh, could obviously just be coincidence. Yeah. Looking through, yeah, and the mend is fine, right? Yeah. So looking through, and I can only find two other athletes who had. Anyway, yeah, they, basically they they were they were <laughs> they were really bad, uh, right? Yeah, I chuckle so, because um, for the women, I sorted by nation and then yeah. see all the Norwegians, and then I was going to do that for the men's sprint. Yeah. You don't even have to scroll to <laughs> no, see. No, they're all there. The, the, the six men, <laughs> <laughs> they're right there. Yeah. Well, that's even worse for the pursuit. They're one through five. <laughs> man, oh man. Um. Yeah, and then before we leave the women's pursuit, I just wanted to mention uh, Tuli Tomingas coming from 24th all the way up to 10th. That was yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. awesome. And uh, Teresa Vobornikova gave the Czech fans something to cheer for going from 32nd to 13th. 
So at least they had that. I mean, it wasn't the, yep. the highs that they were hoping for, but it was something. And oh, and uh, Davidova from seventeen to nine. Yeah, Davidova. Yeah, I knew I was forgetting somebody. Um, men's men's pursuit was quite a race. At least I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just there was uh, you know you started out with JT and Sterla at the front. Uh, easily could have seen a race, you know, where they just stayed away from everybody the whole day, but that is not what happened. They nope. missed right off the stop, right off the, the top, and let everybody back into it because Christensen and Dallas gave Dahl and and Taribo and Samuelson all went clean, caught up, and turned into a nice, nice little race. Did you see what happened to Tarie at the, the last shooting? Did he just went all in and I have he wasn't even fast. So I don't know. We've had a couple a couple of weird things happen with athletes this this week where like the mm-hmm. the the like the the string broke or something so they um they like they weren't like their shooting was way off. I don't know if something happened to his rifle is where I was going with it, but I don't know why it mm. would have. Um well, speaking if the if something happens with the sling, that makes a huge difference yeah. on the prone because you can't hook in. But sure, yeah. for standing, I know some, yeah. a lot of athletes, they actually put their elbow under their sling just for a bit more support. Yeah, um, yeah maybe if your string's loose, then that doesn't work. But four misses is still uh, yeah. odd. Did you see, um, so, so the wind apparently shifted from zeroing to the first shooting. And um, mm-hmm. did you see <laughs> Campbell Wright adjusted his sight by five clicks? Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's quite an adjustment. Yeah. Four. That's, uh, uh, let me see. It was like two and a half centimeters, I think. If that's I remember correctly, I think every click was roughly the yeah. size of a, the width of a bullet. Yeah. Uh, but I could be off there, but pretty wild. Yeah. It was interesting that uh, Ligret, adjusted he and did. Then i thought um because the commentary was saying that he adjusted even like a second added time more clicks. yeah but i actually thought he went back yeah. because you could see the um well he missed didn't he yeah you could see the like when he came in the flags were like almost horizontal and yeah. all over the place and then he missed a second shot and then he missed a third and you could see him take a bit of a breather mm-hmm. break his rhythm and then he adjusted so and then the flags were down so i wonder if he put it back where it was with the yeah um, with the zeroing zero. and then yeah. he hit two so it obviously worked for him but um yeah that was just a it was a fun race i just i think i mentioned earlier christensen you know mid-race he pulls away and felt like he was in a in a good place and JT Bo was what forty seconds back, and anyway, just mm-hmm. there was a lot of a lot of movement, right? You had the the guys who ended up first yeah. and second halfway through the race were almost forty five seconds back, so it was just it, it it could have gone a completely different way, right? Like I said, in a different race, the the guys who finished first and second and then repeated also in first and second, or well, I guess different positions, but like mm-hmm. they could have just stayed away the entire time, but they went they went backwards yeah, yeah. and then they went all the way back forwards. <laughs> Yeah, that made it fun, right? Yes, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you? What's your thought on uh, Sebastian Samuelson? That's a good question. 
he just he reminds me a little bit of like Hana uh Uberg, where he's he's had some decent results, but I never really felt like he was in the race. Yeah. And, yeah. Well and then he had a he had a pretty bad uh mixed relay, right? Yeah, he did. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Um Yeah, today what was he today? They, today he was sixth. Sixth, yeah. Yeah, and even even when he so he but his yeah, standing was bad. Yeah, he started out perfect on the prone, but I still never felt like because there were still other guys around him. I just didn't. I didn't think yeah. that he was going to do it. Right. I just he didn't. Right. He hasn't given me that feeling since like the second week of the season. Yeah. Did you feel Did you feel differently? No. I. He's. It's almost like the whole Swedish team is just not themselves, and yeah. It's weird because like last I would, year at Worlds they were say, awesome, hmm. right? I would I'm just no, but the whole season it feels like they're just none of them are themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they're constantly sick. Yeah, yeah I'm sick, fun. but I mean Samuelson has been he's been fast. Yeah, it's just his shooting is just not, and and you know, it's often right. Like if it doesn't go well, you get frustrated. You start to try. Focusing mm-hmm. on things, but that just maybe works the opposite way, and then it goes from bad to worse. But uh, yeah, the shooting is just not there. Or, well, I should say the uh, excuse me, the consistency in shooting is not there. Yeah, yeah, it's write that bit, down. Okay, should, no, 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 right, <laughs> cutting out the yawn. You saw that. Um, <laughs> Um, but, uh, no, no, I, I totally agree though. Right. Cause it, they're, they, they each have races where they hit. And if you look at their individual, like their shooting percentages, they're not terrible. It's just, no, it's almost like they're missing the wrong shots. It's like they're, yeah. they're hitting enough to have finishes that don't look atrocious. You know what I mean? Like they're not, it's not like but they're finishing I think it's, like it's, it's, it's exactly like you said it, like they never really feel that they're competing for the podium yeah, or for a spot. And that's, you know, that's not where, where especially Samuelson and Ponsaloma want to be, right? It's right. Yeah. So they, they have so the quality to, to chase the Norwegians. Just today, the Swedes had two women in the top 10. They had two men in the top 10 at no point did I think that any of them were going to win. And that's weird. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought in the beginning, you know, when Hannah was shooting clean, yeah, it's like nah, could be could be a good yeah. day for her. Yeah, which you know, top ten is nothing to be upset about. But yeah, no, I, I know, I know what you mean. But for me, I think it's gotten to the point where it's uh, it's going to take one of them actually doing it to prove it to me. Mm. And it shouldn't sure. be that way because they've proven it many times. It's just this season; it's been so long since I've seen them do it. Even yeah. when Samuel said, well, was, even the women, the women's relay. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. just thinking about it, I'm already nervous for it could be for them. It could just, be bad. Yeah. Um hold but they that could thought. also win. Hold that thought because I, I do actually okay. want to come back to it. Um I wanted to mention we... for the the isolated time for uh Yes, please Claude, do. uh Fabian Claude. Mm-hmm. Um first or fastest strand time, second and then uh, JT Bow and then Lucas Hoffer. Yes, Lucas Hoffer. What a, I, I'm, I'm very happy to see this. 
I didn't know if he was because he had so much health problems like the last couple of years. But um, oh yeah, yeah, it's really nice to see him. And no, it's not like great. he's 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 not like a world beater, but he's solid, right? He's just solid. And there's no, yeah, well, seeing this, there's one of no the few for him to retire right shot now. clean. Yeah, yeah. and um, also uh, Philip Horn was, you know, seventeenth. Your guy, and I think there was. Yeah, no, it's. I'm just happy uh, to see him do so well. Yeah, yeah. Cause mid-season coming up from IBU Cup, he's held his own. And I, I kind of, I kind of feel like he has to still prove himself in a German yes. team. Mm-hmm. And yeah, from what he's showing, it's uh, yeah, it's good. So it reminds me a little bit of like Stromsheim from the Norwegians, where it's like he got up to the world cup, but he had to prove he belonged there to, to keep a spot. Yeah. And I, not, not on the same level, of course, but yeah. I really feel a bit that because he started so strong that he's still yeah. on there. But personally, I would have probably preferred to see, uh, so, him. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, you probably can't go wrong either way, but, Serum looked really good. Well, at fair the, enough. Yeah, he's, he's looked really good in the the IBU Cup. So, yeah. um, there's somebody else. Uh, you mentioned Fabian Claude. You mentioned Lucas Hofer. Um, Tari Bo. Uh, we missed still gosh. hanging in there. I mean, yeah, he had the four misses in the pursuit, but I mean, yeah. still gets a fifth spot. Yeah, no kidding, right? Um, and did you see his ski speed? It's like really he good. was skiing with JT Bo. Oh, that's what I was. And I think mention. he was at some point taking the lead. And yeah, that's what I was going to mention. How cool was that fourth lap? Right where they were, they were chasing Christensen, and I was like, I just had mm-hmm. this thought of like these two guys have skied how many laps together in their lives? Not oh. necessarily in races, but just growing yeah. up and training. Well, and... I, I would assume that that yeah. they often train together. I don't know if that's the actual. And I just I scenario, never but... know which one is going to be the last time we see it. You know, I don't think yeah. Tari Bo is about to retire. Well, I but mean, you might I'll be the first to admit that was it two seasons ago that yeah I was saying that maybe Tari seems to kind of guy to give up a spot for for the newer guard. Yeah, yeah. And you know, at this point, he's like, "You kick me off this third spot, and then <laughs> then we'll talk." <laughs> um, but thirty five man, that's competing against you know twenty two year old. Uh, yeah, really fair, I, just, but... I thought I thought that was awesome seeing those two guys together on that lap, and they cut the lead from what like sixteen, seventeen seconds down to to eight or something before mm-hmm. the shooting. And you know, you you know that they've they've done things like this in practice, and like Christensen is is used to having those guys behind him, or you know, but right, yeah. But it still was it was neat to see it, and you kind of wonder with a world championship medal at play, like having those two guys behind you, especially JT. Like, how much does that play into your yeah. your thinking as you're going in for your shooting? Uh, but, um, I'm yeah. I'm still always curious about the third brother, Bo brother, Bo brother. Is there a third? Apparently, there's a third, and apparently he also did do biathlon. But oh, I had no um, idea. Uh, obviously, not at the World Cup level. I don't know if yeah. he pursued it like to get on the team or if he gave up. But yeah, <laughs> could you imagine? Like, <laughs> you think you're pretty good, and you have two brothers that. <laughs> yeah right beat you all yeah. the time one of them is the greatest of well I should say the greatest but has a chance to be the greatest of all time um, what would it take for you then to be the if greatest you oh I think it I think well yeah I, 
so that's a good question. So I think, I think that he, I think he is the best at his peak. I think that he doesn't quite have the best resume. Does that make sense? Best resume, like you I think he, he just uh, doesn't have, he just doesn't better? have all, all of the. No, I think that Bjorn Dahlen just has so many medals and so okay. many wins that you know, it's, right, right. And I think that that is part of it of. Um, that he was able to compete at such a high level for such a long time. I and mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. I think that that is, that is part of being the best because he was able to compete mm. against people that were how much younger than him and still beat them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we'll see. I still think that, that peak peak, uh, JT Bow is, is. Do you feel wow. he has, uh, surpassed for cod? I think he's pers- yeah, I think so. And I yeah. hope that there aren't too many friends that are listening at this stage of the podcast, but I think that he has, yeah. Yeah. Um this yeah. I think that it would be hard he has a, a solid lead, so this would be his fifth overall globe. I'm gonna anticipate that he gets maybe one more in his career, maybe more, but mm-hmm. he'll be pretty close. I think he's gonna surpass Forcott and wins and medals, if not this year, early next year and yeah, anyway. Yeah, you start thinking that those must be kind of the drivers to keep him going too, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he wants to win the Globe again. Um, I don't think he needs any additional uh, um, encouragement, but still, that that must yeah. play a bit of a role too. Yeah. yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right? You, you're just looking at, where you, at your place in the all-time, right? You know, where's your place in the mm-hmm. Pantheon? Yeah, I think that's... I'm sure, especially for those training sessions in like August, that that plays a role. Yeah. Like, how do you keep yourself motivated then? Um, before before stop talking about him, I did think his his approach on the standing shooting was interesting because we've talked a lot in the past about him coming in and having really fast standing shootings, and it seemed like he took an extra beat. It was like I really want to hit these shots. Um. Or as, a, as opposed to doing the Julia Simone, like I'm just going to come in and mow him down. Um, and it worked out. I don't know if that was intentional, if he just felt uncomfortable and it worked out that way. But um, but yeah. he, at that point, knew that Christensen had missed twice. Oh, I was thinking I was thinking the third shooting as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, both both of them. But yeah, the, the, yeah on, the, on the fourth shooting, he knew Christensen had missed, so he had, the, yeah. he had that advantage. Yeah, it's hard to say. Yep. Also, I just want to point out that he had such a giant lead in uh, ski time today that he was able to repeat his celebration where he got down on one knee and did that and still, you know, finished first by <laughs> yeah, a, a solid margin. Yeah. Yeah, that tells you something. Eh? Yeah. Did you see, speaking of celebrations, do you see how much he celebrated, like how happy, how excited he was when he won? I don't remember him doing that all the time last year, but it was it was a pretty loud roar. I feel that he's always like that at world championships okay. or like Olympics. Yeah. That's, um, that's fair. Yeah, he, he's you had win a gold medal. He should. Well, no. For, yeah, of course. But yeah, um, yeah I, I, I seem to recall that uh, he he's usually like that at, at special events. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything else stand out for you? From the pursuit or anything else? You mentioned Belgium as, nope. as being a team that's performing really yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. No, they were they're doing really well. So eighth in the mixed relay, that was their best ever relay finish. 
Mm-hmm. Happy for them. Um, and then I wanted to I wanted to mention Amy Becerga uh, from the right. from the mixed relay. Um, she had a really awesome final. Like she was up against some some really strong skiers. Yeah, definitely couldn't keep up in the end. But yeah, but did you I see mean, she didn't? There's... Didn't stop fighting. She almost so no, Elvira no. was and she got El- back right. Yes, yes. She she started catching time back on Elvira. She almost caught up to her at the yeah. very end. So yeah, just so proud of her for that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, no, that was. Uh... It's good to see. Um, Talking about a couple people. that are not quite themselves, hey? Was that? Is also... yeah. that, that was that was exactly what I was going to... I had it uh, written down. All, yeah. The Swiss don't look like the Swiss. Which is kind of neat, actually, when you think about it, that we can say that. That they've been at such a high level that they stand out for yeah. not being at a high level. But, um, yeah. It's just, gross. Uh, for me, it just shows yeah. what a cool sport biathlon is where, mm-hmm. you know, you look at um, um, Vanessa, I can't think of her last name. Folks? No, or maybe it's not Vanessa. The the girl that we interviewed and then now she's not even at the World Championships. Hens? No, she did really well last season. Oh, Hannah Kavinger. Cabinger, yes. Um, you know, and then and you're like, wow, she keeps this up that she gonna she's gonna be yeah. challenging to be the best German and you yes. know this year completely not working out and yeah. same with, with Hartbeck when you look at last year. Yeah. You're like, man, he can start thinking about the globe if he keeps going like this and I mean he's not having an awful season by any means, but it's just yeah. not really a continuation not, not of where he year. was and there's just yep. so many um changes from one season to the other i know which also makes you really appreciate um you know people like ader who are just consistently strong every season yeah and proits proits is one of those two right oh yeah yeah speaking of ader um the commentators, this is one of the things they asked each other, do they think that he was going to retire at the end of the season? And they seemed to, uh, I don't know. Who, who's they? Ader the commentators and... asked if, if Ader was going to retire oh. at the end of the season. And, uh, and in my head, I was screaming, no, no, he can't, he can't retire. Cause then he'd have to get a normal <laughs> job. <laughs> yeah, that still sounds so bad. Um, uh, but, uh, but, um, so a couple questions for you. If, if you yeah. don't have anything else from, the races we've seen so far yeah no all right fire away. uh who which nation will win by a smaller margin the norwegian men or the french women in the relay oh because <laughs> i have a feeling they're both still say very the french dominant. women you think they win by a smaller margin yeah more because um like I'm not too worried about Brigitte Boucher and and Simone, but um, yeah. and you know, assuming that it's Lou and um, Chevaux, yeah, I think maybe, yeah, it sounds crazy to say, but maybe that Chevaux is still yeah. young and unexperienced, but yeah, it's a little bit different when you're racing with, for with a the, team as opposed to yourself. Yeah, you know. They're, they're, like the Norwegian team just have no weak link in my opinion. But well here's the question for you. Who's gonna be on the Norwegian team? 
I would do Sterla. Yeah. Bo Brothers and uh, Christensen. And Dala. Dala gets left out. Yeah. Somebody well, has to. D- and I just think, you know, the the relays that Dala has shown is just yeah. doesn't really seem to be his thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, no, never, I, I, totally I don't recall agree with, him being yeah. as strong as he is on, on non-team races. Yeah. I No, I totally agree with your, with the way you would do it. Yeah. I think that's the way to go. Because at would that you point, last... I, Christensen. I think you go with the traditional. Mm. What did they do? Did they do Strola first? Strola, Tarje, JT, and I Christensen? Think so, yeah. 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 Because I think at the, I mean, worst case scenario, is Tarje your weakest link there? The way the Strola's raced yeah, this week. I suppose, but. But this is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, and yeah. and ridiculous is who you can call up if one of the four is oh, sick. I know. I know. Like you, you don't really make the team any weaker. Great, Dala. Great. Okay, <laughs> you know you could have two yeah. penalty loops and he'll make it up. Don't worry. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and then the other thing I was going to ask was well, you... and, and also like who who would compete? How do you mean with them? Like what? Oh, what team? Well, both. Yeah. Like who would yeah. challenge the French women? Because I don't think Norway is going to be able to. So that was exactly in, my question. In the form they are now. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sweden, not all four. Yeah. I don't know. I can't really think of a team. Germany? Where... Yeah, but they're also not. Yeah. I don't, I honestly, like Switzerland. Unless can figure out the wax and maybe. Italy? Like. Yeah. Fatazzi, Veer, I don't think they're competing with France, though. Well, that's, you know, even they're, if Veer they're, shoots, they're, shoots fast and cleans, you still, yeah, speed I think, is just not. I guess that's the question is who ends up, I, you know, you mentioned you threw out Austria as a sleeper for the podium, and yeah. I, I I didn't totally accept, I don't know, man. They, they could. They could, yeah. Because none of these other teams are dominant. I'm just scrolling through the Rupolding relay. I think it'd be cool if uh, Czech Republic could. Because they yes. have the occasional success, right? Yeah. Well, for, for Bornakova, Davidova, Jaslova. I mean, they could they could be decent. Yeah. Um, yeah, and for the men, I mean, you're thinking France for sure with, um, yeah. you know, Perrault having. Well, yeah. Today was not as good, but you know, he's he's strong. Um, yeah. Claude. Claude Fabien yeah. Claude today the best isolated time. Yeah. Your your weakest link there would be Jacqueline, right? Yeah, I mean, in, in he could, I mean, he could have an awesome leg, or he could uh, shoot you out of the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Germany could be okay. Mm-hmm. That is those relays. I mean, it's already hard, even if Samuelson and uh, Ponsaloma are really, really strong. Who are your other two? Well. Yes, the, the United and States, Brand. Campbell Wright. You need three more yeah, legs. But, Maybe Campbell Wright can do two. Yeah. Well, they've had some good, uh, yeah. some races where they were in it for the first two for, or three laps. For, yeah. Um, I don't. I'm I'm just scrolling through teams. And I I am a little bit worried, man. Sorry, I look at the Canadian I mean, team and I see Adam Reynolds and Christian Gao, and then the next one was Trevor Kears. That just made me sad. He's there. 
No, no, no. Oh, hey, this is the, oh, okay. The, Sorry, the I thought you were looking at Starlist. No, they're they're reporting relay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't know who those. I mean, the, this the the margins could be just gigantic. Yeah. Well, if the if the first teams will be lapped. Uh, that's, that's I, another, that's I, I don't question. know. Like I feel that these kinds of conditions, um, yeah. even. You know, regardless of of if the French have found something or not, but I think the gaps in wax are going to be even bigger in conditions like this. I I think that's what we're seeing, and especially if you look at a team like I'm picking one out at random, but like I don't know, Bulgaria, like they're not going to have the same mm. wax team that you know Norway or France right. or Germany are is going to have. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean those margins could be huge, and but um, I mean the good thing in quotes is that uh, conditions are probably similar for the rest of the championship with yeah. the wet and man-made snow. Hopefully you can figure it out. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No. I think we... I think we no, I don't. Covered a lot. Just scrolling back through the results real quick to make sure I didn't overlook anything i don't think so do you expect any surprises next week well i guess qualify surprise is that a uh a non-french woman or a non-norwegian man winning a medal i'm hopeful oh like <laughs> maybe a single mixed relay latvia um that could be fun i uh um, single mixed relay italy single mixed relay over or or giacomo Oh, yeah. I, I, who would you go with? Would you go with Hofer or Jacamel? I think I would go with Hofer. The laps are short. Yeah. Experience. Yeah. He's shooting really well right now. Put him with Vitalzi and you could win a medal. Yeah. Um, well, they got the ind- individual to see uh, how to. Yeah doing next week right yeah see so, yeah, well Four that wise. could be the thing right if Hofer's not feeling good because i think it's individual on wednesday single mixed on thursday so if he's mm. tired he might not go back to back that'll be interesting to see yeah. who if if any nations sort of d- don't put their absolute a team for the single mix i don't know at world champs you hope they do right or mm-hmm. or who they consider to be their A team. Like to, uh Germany, do they put Preutz and Dole or who do they put out there? Navroth? Yeah. I, well, but but then it's also um just size and weight of people in this in these conditions, right? Yeah. yeah. Like uh Benny Dole, who uh-huh. you know, I always picture as a relatively small and light guy. Yeah, and Naroth is one of those tanks that <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's gonna plow through the snow. He's gonna sink into it. That's what I was thinking. You like, would, I don't know. You would think that Austria, makes a difference, but, but on a gondler, and do you break up the the dream team of Lisa Hauser and and Simonator? You kind of have to, right? I would put I would put Gondler in there. She's having such a great championships, and but yeah. I'm not sure. Like I, I haven't really seen uh, the rest of the Austrians, but. 
Ader the day after the individual. It's probably not very good. <laughs> which is probably his best chance for a good result, the individual. Yeah. yeah. He could do Lightner. But although, you know, they've been pretty successful in the single mix, so. Yeah. Ooh, uh, Lotali and uh, Lotali and Florent Claude. Claude. Yeah. Ah, man, I, 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 it, it's really, it is both, I enjoy it when they do it like this. When they split up the single mix and they mix, then they don't have them on the same day. So a team like mm-hmm. Belgium can compete in both of them. Yeah. But yeah, and that's, yeah. That's kind of how it should be. Yep. How about Kretsch, Kretschmar and um, Davidova? Davidova? How awesome would that be? I know. The crowd would be bananas. Yeah. By the way, I, we're at the hour and a half mark. Can I just say how much I love the stadium? And no, yeah, it yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, it's just this like wall of sound, and uh, the the fans are bananas. They've they more flags in this stadium than any other stadium, I think. I know, eh? Um, yeah. Well, and it's it's probably relatively easy to to get to, you know, from Germany, but also mm-hmm. from uh, from Scandinavia. Yeah, Italy. Yep. Like it's yeah. it's kind of in the middle a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, these fans are incredible. I love it. Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, uh, I did want to briefly mention the Junior European Championships. I hope somebody is still listening mm-hmm. here, but uh, our Mongolian uh, uh, athlete, who I mentioned on the last mm-hmm. day, I can't, I can't even pronounce his name. Inkbot is his first name, I believe. Uh, won gold in the individual, and that is the oh, first wow. medal, the first medal by a Mongolian uh, at any level of IBU racing. So. That's fantastic. Uh, awesome for him. Um, Sondra Sluttermark uh, got mm-hmm. fourth in the pursuit, so he is knocking on the door of nice. the podium there. And um, Vasil Zagshev is a Bulgarian gentleman. He got in his first his first podium, or not his first podium, his first flower ceremony. Um, nice. So just just some some yeah, no, that's cool. very different places. You know, getting some success. Uh, Mati yeah. Legovic is a Croatian who won the pursuit. So. It's just nice, just to see some. Is diversity. that in uh, Pokoyuka? Uh, it's in Poland, and the weather was horrendous. Oh, okay. It's even worse than uh, Nofomiesto. It was like rainy and sloppy and slushy and windy. Yeah, yeah. yeah just great, 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 great stuff. And then, if, in case anybody's wondering, Anna Andexer went first, third, first over the weekend. So, she <laughs> uh, disappointing. I know. Yeah, ended her streak. I think she has like seven, yeah. seven junior wins this year so far. So we'll see. Man, oh man. Junior Worlds in a couple of weeks. All right, man. I think I think nobody's listening at this point. It's just you, me, and our parents. Um, so. <laughs> I don't think my dad ever listened to one of them. I um I'll well I'll make my dad listen twice then. So uh <laughs> yep. I think we should get out of here. And uh Yeah, sounds good. And we have a whole bunch more races. Uh and I think we're going to be pretty exhausted by the time we get done after next week because that's going to be, we're going to talk about next week's races, world championships, big picture, and that'll be like a five hour podcast. So everybody get ready. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Time for bed. All right. right. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Thank you for, for, yeah. Thank Jordan's dad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye guys. Yeah. Take care. Bye.